0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. What a year, huh? What a year. Dude, if you had a bag full of years, and you pick this one out of the bag, just say they blindfolded everybody, and they, you reach in the bag and everybody gets a year. Dude, this would be, this would be freaking wild one to draw. What a year. The shake up baby. The shake up. Mother Nature just unleashed that. um. You know she unleashed that dirty sauce out into the air. And people getting it. People getting lunged out. On Mother Nature she threw that dirty dust out into the air. People getting lunged out. People on you know just shook people shocked people can't you know people getting gripped out by the disease man a, a damn guy in um in Tennessee blew up a freaking uh an RV a good RV the guy parked it out in front of a hooters and damn blew it up and Twin Peaks is better anyway and I know and you know it And I'm not trying to tell, I'm not trying to preach at you, but I'm just saying, damn, Twin Peaks is better. All the good, you know, tits, all those good, you know, them front bags, baby, you feel me? All them freaking, mmm, them milky headlamps, they've all migrated long ago over to um, Twin Peaks, I mean, really, the only people still working at Hooters is Orange Bitches. Let's be honest, and no offense. Um, El Perros de Naranjas. But that's the facts. That's the only people still working at Hooters are mostly really teacher's assistants who are afraid to do OnlyFans and Orange Bitches that's facts man dude that is facts baby it's the new year it's the new year we did it 2021 we're in the future baby this is the future man this is this is what Elon Musk puts on his salad baby this is the future can you even imagine that we are this is the future We are, every, actually every moment you're doing the future, when you start a word, where you end is in the future, man. That's crazy. Um, We're here. This is it. 2021 has been a wild one. Um, I don't even know if I have any music. Do we have any? You know what? There's something on here. Hold on. Oh, yeah. It's that gentle. It's that euthanasia soundtrack. Oh, yeah. This when your doctor tells you you shouldn't have any more sugar and you just lay in bed and have a damn brownie. Or a snick doodle man. And this is Megan Wofford Auld Lang Syne. into somebody's life they're you know down the street some man down the street he's in his life is ending and he finally has a you know can admit that he molested somebody or did something you know you know threw a frisbee when somebody been down to pick it up touched it or at you know did something wild but he denies it and just goes to heaven or hell can hear to frisbee oh yeah there you go right there that is old lang syne All lang syne. it sounds you know that's the new year's anthem people some people don't know what it's called, and it's called "old, old Syne. And I had a waiter like that once at a mellow mushroom. He would, he just, he made like extra sounds like when he was talking, you know, like "out of each in order," like what? You just got a little drink Hey, you, uh, you, you need your appetizer? Hey, you going tonight? Yeah. He like made his own background noise, you know. He was like, "Oh, we're going to see you tonight." He's like, "What, dude? Why are you?" We all you guys. Um, we have a new, uh, you know. We oh oh, we new chicken bisque. Oh, yeah. Like what, dude? Just tell you know if, if you ha- just tell me what you have. Good to see you guys, and uh, and not even see you really. Just see you with my heart and and with my imagination, but um, I just can't believe we that we're making it this far. And the world, it is getting unique out there. You know, I mean, some fella damn blew up a RV, a decent camper. Okay, that thing slept six, honey, but in the end, it slept one. You feel me? But some man kielbasa that bitch over there downtown in the central east out there in Tennessee and he was lonesome it said you know there was a little here and there he said something that he, you know he thought about lizard people or something but you know he was probably listening to tinfoil hat I have no idea but he you know the guy I mean it was a lonely dude that blew himself up and I'm not shocked. First of all, it's hard to park down there. Let's be honest. Downtown parking. Who has not wanted to? Sometimes when I'm downtown and I can't, I'm looking for parking, I literally wish that my glove box was a little oven and I just want to put my head on there, in there and go full blast, honey. I want to set that bitch on nine and grill my thoughts. Because I'm damn angry. That's why. God, people been angry this year, man. This year, God, everybody. Who knows? Who knows? Look, virtual reality. You'll see a lot of children nowadays. You run, you you drive down the street, and there's a kid in the yard, and you'll just see him hiding behind hiding behind nothing. He'll just kind of be crouching like he's high, and he's playing hide and go seek in his head with virtual, you know with somebody in damn Guantanamo Bay or Russia or somewhere. You know, Michigan. And it's, you know, the virtual reality, who knows what it's going to be. There's a new thing where people are just have jobs in virtual reality. So now, this is unbelievable. The highlight is you have a lazy child with the thing on, with the VR on, do it like flipping burgers or, you know, working at a uh, Shake Shack or do, you know, making Kleenex working at a Kleenex factory. It's just on. Un- so now you can't even get your kid to work, but he'll put on goggles and go fucking work <laughs> at a job that's not even real. <laughs> Oh, my God. And part of me, look, I'm no scientist, man. If you logged on here, ended up here somehow through some, you know, chat room or portal. And you think that I am a science man. Then you. You are a real stray animal, because that's not that's not factual. I'm not, you know, I don't know anything about science and. um. And I'm honestly, I'm probably a part-time believer in science. So it depends on, on kind of when you catch me and how I'm feeling that day. But, um, oh man, what was I talking about? I don't even know. I literally do not even know. I know that today's episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. I do know that. And we're very grateful for them for coming on this uh, this year, this past year. Um they are the antithesis of uh of procrastination. You're tired of procrastinating and change the way you do things. You know, nothing changes if nothing changes. I heard that. And um Magic Mind will change things. It is basically the organic version of coffee. Uh, and you can check it out at magicmind.co and use promo code THEO for 10% off to try it out. I got a little vial of it right here. That hitter. And, um, man, it really puts you into a flow state. You know, a lot of people try to achieve flow state and to really assist yourself, that helps. Yeah, we're in the future. I mean, it's just great. Like it, I want, sometimes I start to think, what if the, um, disease, you know, bro, the first of all, think of this. When COVID came out, you know, whatever they called it, COVID First of all, a lot of people thought it was a wide receiver. Okay? For Texas Tech or somebody. People are like, damn, COVID 19 man. This shit is fucking people up. People are like, damn, how many touchdowns did he have, you know? But then it hit, remember in the beginning they put everybody on ventilators and it killed thousands of people? For no reason, they just plugged people up to these things? And we're just reverse vacuuming out people? We are just animals, man. We don't know what's going on. But I start to wonder, what if, because I don't know how it's going to just suddenly, it's going to just disappear. You know, a lot of people are susceptible or, or, or questionable about the vaccine. And I don't blame them. Dude, this vaccine seems like something somebody made at the last minute to get a C and I only say that because I'm that guy I'm the dude who was writing who was writing a book report on the bus you know I'm the dude who would find the one Asian not even Asian semi Asian kid and like I beg him to give me the answers and he didn't even go to our school he worked near the school he, he, he you know and he still knew the answers which was crazy You know, I'm just curious. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm hopeful that we get into that this year brings some answers. I mean, I just, I start to wonder where virtual reality, are kids going to like, is everybody's going to move back in with their parents and do fake job? Like do, you know, some kids just laying in his room all day with his mouth open, working 60 hours at a, at a, uh, you know, at a calendar factory. You know, just gluing Sundays onto a, you know, onto a sheet of paper. You know, I just don't know. I just start to wonder like, and then the kid gets off of the thing and he just feels like he's been at work all day, but he hasn't. And then what if our world, like we don't start to be outside and do stuff anymore. And we actually just start to be in this virtual reality world. So then everybody starts to get virtual reality to go. You even have to have it to go to anything. We're all just laying on our floors with our mouths open. And just going to work in our heads or doing this or doing that. You know, we're at a party, but nobody's even there. We're all just. And look, virtual reality is powerful. It's powerful. Man, I, I went to the Fox Labs. Um. And it's not like animal sex or anything like that. It's like, uh what? Is it? It's not like endangered species sex. I mean, it's like um, the network, the like Fox Network, Fox Studios in Los Angeles, and they took me in the virtual reality room one time, and they showed me some of the stuff they had. Bro, they had a game where I could see little gnomes. I was in a like in a woods, you know, and you could walk up to a tree and open little doors and they had like little a little gnomes in there would look up at you. They're in there, you know, br- you know, brushing teeth, putting on a coat, doing deodorant. You know, one of them's in there sneaking a little head of pudding before bed, the little one, you know. And that that you open the little doors and peek in their tree home and they all look up at you, like they're kind of spooked. And then you you close it and you're back out in the woods and there's little bridges going from trees to trees in the woods and little gnomes would run across them. And the little gnome hand you a little, uh, he'll trade you a something a little peach, you know, for something a little shoe polish. You know, like prison. You know, he'll trade you a fucking, you know, he'll trade you maybe a little bit of light oral, you know. Not oral sex, just, you know, just not like a kiss, but just at least whistle in my mouth or something a i touch myself kind of shit. But um anyway, man, I don't know what I'm getting at. I'm just I'm just starting to wonder what are the next futures going to look like? Cuz for me, I think I kind of evaluate the future come January 1. And that's when I start to look at the past. And um and so that's when I'm starting to wonder as I see virtual reality you know, when I was young, if you want to do virtual reality, you had to do a little bit of acid. Hit you a little LSD, you know. You know, you take a little cu- couple grams of, uh, you know, mushrooms, bro. I remember doing mushrooms at school once. And I remember I had on a green shirt and I thought it was a snake. And so half the day, I spent half the day hiding from my left arm. And, uh, and that's hard to do, bro. That is I mean, that's the real rodeo right there. you know I know I know a lot of these guys in the PBR circuit and stuff they get out there and they do you know eight seconds on fiasco, that famous bull, but I'd love to see an MFr get out there on about sixty grams of psilocybin and fucking hide from his left arm. That snake um. what else I want to think oh, oh I want to let everybody know January 15th um, we are doing a live show it is myself and uh, Chelsea Lynn Trailer Trash Tammy and it's going to be fun man she's so creative and just she, she just has so much joy in her you know I mean damn if you you know you shot a missile at her you just joy would blow up all over everybody so you'd see somebody just damn slip in a puddle of J-O-Y But um, I'm so excited about that. I really am. And it's it's made me feel creative again thinking about that. And we've shot some sketches. And we're going to have some live performers. Um, It's going to be something. And we're trying to pull it all off live. So you can get tickets now. Uh, The link will be uh, at the top here in the information. And and you'll also be able to watch it for about 10 days after that on the link. And... uh, And it's going to be great. We're really putting a lot of effort into it, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to give everybody like a cool product and um, and just to do something fun with her and to go outside of my comfort zone. You know, and last year I really got in my comfort zone, and I just think I got scared and um, a lot of times, you know, because, you know, I'd had a couple of years where my career had gotten bigger and and I, I don't know what happened this past year. I think I just got kind of spooked, maybe. I don't know. Stress, lost, everything. You know me. Jesus Christ, man. I'm Hansel and Gretel, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. But I'm always missing in the woods, brother. Um. But yeah, you'll be able to grab a ticket to that. And thank you so much for the support in advance. And I'm, I'm excited to do something with uh, just really a special female talent, I feel like. And a special talent anyway, no matter if she has, you know, that puh-puh-puh, that vagina or not daddy gang. Um, and then uh, some of this episode is just going to be uh, flashbacks from the year. And producer Nick and um, our uh, producer Sean uh, in the Central East, they're, they're going to put together some clips from the year that they really enjoyed. Um. And what else? You know, I went home, I saw my family, man. Everybody got gold chains I got from the, uh, I rolled up at the K Jewelers and this fella Big Anthony in there, little thick fella, kind of mahogany looking guy, kind of mixed, you know, maybe he could have been, he was either kind of black and white or maybe Turkish, you know, kind of black and mild, I think. You know, some, uh, yeah, he was kind of black and mild, you know. He was beans, but he was rice. You feel me? Um, but anyway, shout out Big Anthony over there off the interstate who hooked me up with, um, you know, a good deal on a decent amount of silver, brother. And gold, actually. I stopped over there at Kohl's in my hometown and I bought a damn, bought everybody, got golded out in my family. So praise God, man. I'm hopeful. Hopeful that they all liked it and the kids got a nice piece of neck work. And I got one, man. You know nothing, nothing crazy, but you know sometimes I like to freaking flex a little, and that's okay, man. Uh, yeah, it was a you know I got what else did I what else is going on, man? What else is going on? Um, oh, we got a really cool guest that's going to be on later this week, so that's going to be exciting. Uh, the holidays were good, man. I drove home. Dude, I went to the slowest Starbucks. I want to say it was in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And if you haven't been to Mississippi, it's very... I mean, it is like... What is it like, man? It definitely... It's a little slavey if you're in some places. It's a little like... Like you see some of those houses where you're like, that looks a little slavy. Um, but dude, this this freaking Starbucks, they had nine employees, dude, or they had I, they had six employees and they had three people who I think had just bought shirts who were like, maybe in like a local freaking S bucks, uh, you know, like a damn cheer team or something. I don't I don't fucking know. You know, just give me a venti. You know, just. I'd never been in a place where so many people were working and nothing was happening, you know? And then this one fellow, this big, I mean, husk, Varna, this dude who was built like, I mean, he had, it. He, this man was built, you know, and he had that body hair and he was also, I'll be honest with you, this fellow was probably homoerotic. And... And because I would tell you, because he, each time he picked the ticket, he would say, I'm Simeon. And I'm the bad boy that's going to be handling your beverage. And at first, it's cute. It's kind of funny. You're like, okay, okay, Simeon out here. You know, this MF are about to wrangle a damn, uh, you know, a chocolatey, you know, whatever it is, Spanish um you know custard medium and the shit would take forever bro the shit would take forever so anyway I don't even have a story about that I don't know it's just like if you work somewhere then just work there all you gotta do if you it's like customer service has gotten shitty it's gotten shitty man and maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm just complaining. But I had to wait 25 minutes for an iced coffee. And in today's society, I could understand if it's 1800 And you got to go down the street. You got to hustle the beans, you know. You got to trade your daughter's, you know, virginity for a sack of good coffee. And you got to come back up. You got to grind it yourself. You know, you got to send your lady to the stream to pick up a batch of H2O. She's got to come back. You got to get a fire stick or a hot rock and beat it in the water. You know, I understand if that's the thing. But these bastards have, they're basically sitting at the mission control of coffee. They got machines. They got grinders. They got gravity bongs. They got anything you could want in there to put together coffee flavor or essence and water and get you out the door and this big bastard simeon is over there drawing fucking uh reefs you know damn coral reefs or whatever into the coffee you know and drawing like a lit like a he put one thing he said it. he told the lady it was like a like a kiss like a lips kiss bitch get the coffees Get the coffee, Simeon. Jesus, man. I mean, literally, I stopped. And I just want, I, I just wanted, I just shouldn't have stopped. I should have left. And that's my choice, man. That's my choice. When I can't handle it and I stay. Um, that's my choice. So this year, do I have any better choices? I just want to find more gratitude. I want to be more grateful. I should be grateful to live on a planet where I can pull over and ask nine people to help me get a coffee, and a half hour later, I can have one. I should be grateful, you know? But I had a nice time with my family, man. I got to see my sisters. I got to see my beautiful nieces. They're growing up. Uh, My sister-in-law is just a real, man, she just worked so hard to put together a nice Christmas for us, and. And I got to spend time with my mother, man, and it was nice. You know, it was really nice, man. We had a couple moments that I thought were just just nice moments, you know. Um, And I'm just proud of my mother, man. You know, I know she listens to this podcast, and I just want to say I'm proud of you, ma. You know, I think you are. I'm proud of you. So I hope you know that. Um, but what do we have, man? For you guys, man, I got my love for you. I love you. And thank you so much for being a part of this, man. We, we've we been doing podcasts for over four years now. And that's a lot, man. And What else? Uh, I went to jujitsu a bunch the past two weeks. Man, if you're struggling with some stuff in your life, man, get into jujitsu, man. I'm sure that I'll lose an arm here in the next week or two. And, you know, I'm sure my life won't be the same. I'm sure that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have arthritis or something in a a month. But it's, there's just something about it. It, There's just something about it. Um, So, uh, so thank you guys, man, for being a part of my life. And, uh. And I'm just trying to stay hopeful and excited about this new year, and to just challenge, try and challenge myself. Um, you know, there's things we can do where where we could just look at the negative, and and uh, and sometimes we do that, and that's okay. But it's nice when we can reframe it, you know, and we can also look at the good side of stuff. And um, I hope that you guys all have the energy to do that in this coming year. And and I hope that I do too. So, gang, baby. You know what I'm saying? We can do this. Sometimes we think we can't, but I believe that we can. I'm going to turn the episode over to uh, to Nick and Sean, who are just, I'm not sure how they're going to package in clips from the year uh, that they really enjoyed. And these are their, their choices. Um, and I'm going to let you know also on the way out that today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Uh, look, man. Get athletic greens if you want to feel activated. I mean, athletic greens will give you athletic browns, baby. I'm telling you that. And they are just a real composite of the things that really tickle you. You know, it's like, damn, it's like almost like just damn walking through a forest with your mouth open. And you get to the end of the walk and you look back and none of the trees have any leaves on them. And that's because you've been filled up with that chlorophyll impurities. One of the ways I've taken ownership over my health in this past, last year, is with Athletic Greens. And it is a game changer. Dude, You take that packet, you empty it into the water, that's what I do, I get one ice cube. And I'm at the age now where I refill my trays. That's People are like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm at the age where I refill my trays. I have, honestly, I felt like I was channeling Chris D'Elia right there. I felt a little D'Elia-esque. And uh, Happy New Year to Chris too. I hope that he podcasts again this year, man. That's another thing that I hope. Um, But one of the ways I've taken ownership of my health is by taking athletic greens. And I like it. You get that water. You get the athletic greens. You get the ice cube. You get it going. And you treat yourself. With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits. That's true. I think we've started to feel like we are almost robots. And we can keep going without taking care of the equipment. Because we see so many other things do that. Um, But we are still one of the most complex and and intricate machines. We need to take care of ourselves. One tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, greens, superfood, brain food, everything. Get it all. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash T-H-E-O and join health experts, athletes, and health-conscious go-getters around the world. And you will also get a free year supply of vitamin D. That's right. Again, visit athleticgreens.com slash T-H-E-O and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. So that's what you want to get. That's the deal. Um, man, I, I you know, I just don't want to let y'all go. I'm excited. And, uh, I'm hopeful. I feel good today. You know, and I need, to, I need to recognize when I do feel good and just say that. And just shout it from the rooftops. And also to recognize this year could be the year. This year could be the year we settle a lot of the beefs. There's a lot of beef out on the street. You know. RV owners and people that work at Hooters. They beefing. Um, Black people and aliens. Blacks versus aliens. And that's a new thing. But that's. I've asked probably about 19 black people now. And they. uh, Probably about 13 of them have said. You know. Have led. You know have kind of supported some of that, that there's a lot of black alien beef out there. Um, what else? What else would be, you know, people's beefing other people, uh, Mississippi state and whatever team they played the other day, you know, so hopefully some of this shit gets figured out as we head into the new year. Um, but happy new year to you. And, uh, and let's see what the boys have. I guess coming up now, we'll have uh, maybe a series of clips from the year. Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to introduce that or if Nick is going to put something together, but there's a series of clips from the year that'll probably play now. And, uh, and I wish you guys all a beautiful start to your lives and, uh, and to your world. And it's nice to have a new beginning, you know, especially it's hard right now for a new year, I think to feel kind of different because we, you know, we're kind of locked into some of our same patterns, but But I think it can. You know, it's like when you get new bed sheets or you get your sheets clean, that makes me feel good. So that's what I'm trying to imagine. Me just lay, just just getting in there and it's nice and clean and the bed been made. And it's cozied up. And maybe I reach under the edge of my bed and get a little skittle, a little something, you know, something I hid under there, a little treat. One of them little La laffy taffy singles, not the long ones. And um you know, I like to fill my mouth with a snack before I go to bed. But anyway, gang, onward to Amsterdam. And that is a hit from Amsterdam high six is the name of that band h-y-s-i-c-s with that regional hit called made in Amsterdam and that's a strong you could feel the beat in there you could feel the undertones and the, the different overtones as well Amsterdam the Dutch baby the Dutch by far some of the most aerodynamic people you'll ever see. I mean they the Dutch are downhill, they're downhill individuals. They will they are in motion. IMD baby, the in motion Dutch. You you don't see a lot of still Dutch. Name 70 still Dutch. Nobody can, brother. Okay? They're in motion. Doesn't matter. They're on a tram, they're on roller skates. Uh, they're sewing a magic carpet and and riding on it at the same time. The Dutch are doing things. If you don't have any missiles, fill your freaking Dutch buddy's mouth up with gunpowder and send him on his way, bro. He'll get the job done. They are movers. Uh, Tell someone in Amsterdam to keep a secret? No problem. They will never stop long enough to even share what you told them. I mean, everywhere you go in Amsterdam, they're just on, on, on a train, on a bike, on a boat, on a bird, on a rumor, on a breeze, it's just the Dutch are coming and going. I saw a dude pass by on a Falcon putting on skis and worried he was going to be late uh, for a regional avalanche. They are on the move. Where are you going, brother? Oh, there's a ship. You know, there's a unicycle. There's a bicycle. Doxycycline. Rocky Johnson. I'm catching him. He's headed to heaven. Um, Yeah, got to catch the five train man to a canoe to a Uber pool. That actually drains into a real pool. And it's a whirlpool. And then I'm meeting Joran Vandersalute. And hopefully the Bermuda Triangle will still be open. Because we got to be there. I can't believe they let people get high there. There's way too many moving parts. It's almost like trying to smoke a blunt in the middle of a game of Tetris on difficult. I mean, I can't being high there just everywhere there's just it'd be like being high in a like a in a conveyor belt factory bruh nah fam nah maybe you know catch me i'll be in the hammock area but amsterdam they the dutch man i'm saying i'm telling you they're aerodynamic for a reason because they're on the move and look if you see if you see a Dutch person, this is how you see them. That's a Dutch. Oh, what's oh, what's that? Oh, that's a Dutch. Oh, dang. Oh, man, what was it? oh, a Dutch? What was that? Oh, dang. Oh, ah. Uh, What's that? Oh, is that hail? Nah, that's a batch of Dutch, son. The Dutch are coming and going. They're in motion. Whoa. Somebody just pulled the floor out from under me. Nah, that's a shift, son. That's plate tectonic Dutch. Beautiful city, beautiful people, but you got to be ready to move. To move. Everything's in, you know, even the cows there, they running, bro. They're not grazing. They don't. You'll see a cow jump over the moon. Dude, and do it a couple times that day. Everything there. On the go. You get a steak at night, there's no meat on it. This cow, damn. Who's this? Carol Lewis? This thing ran right out of his own meat. And the steak be like a damn nugget, bro. Like a beef nugget. You could throw it up in the air. And that's nothing, bruh. You know, you got a mouth full of uh, hamster steak. Stay Dutch, baby. I got a debate for y'all. Raising canes or Chick-fil-A? Raising canes. Gang, gang. Go Tigers. Gang, bruh. Damn, dog. Raising cane,
1: duh. <laughs> what? Raising cane, duh. I don't think so, bruh. Damn Chick-fil-A. Raising she- cane. Bro, you tell me you gonna- Shoot. <laughs> Oh, my me. God. No comparison. You tell me you make it through the
0: Atlanta airport without hitting a Chick-fil-A, showing up at the counter, seeing the beautiful fucking girls that work at the counter. I admit it. They got the best looking women that work at the counter.
1: <laughs> you know when I started eating Chick-fil-A? Huh? When I came home from prison, flying in airports. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You fly Delta, do you? Yeah. yeah. So I I I was raised on race. It's no other chicken finger. That was the other first other chicken. F- I never ate his Zaxby's. Yeah. I exactly. still ain't uh, ate that. Zaxby's, man. I still ain't ate that shit uh-huh. in that land. I looked at it. Uh-huh. I say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They tell me, this the new Raisin Cane. I looked at it. I say, hell no. Because <laughs> yeah. I was raised on Raisin Cane. Like, yeah. since the first ones in Louisiana, like, I was raised there. Yeah.
0: But, dude, Chick-fil-A, man, you get that little chicken sandwich. You open that bitch up. It's in that foil, bruh. That thing looking at you like a little newborn baby. Got that pickle on its back. I done ate
1: it before, but I just don't like them soggy-ass pickles.
2: All right.
1: Y'all got them soggy-ass pickles. The ice cream, pretty good. (laughs) The fucking nuggets, too small. (laughs) One of those nuggets is three McDonald's nuggets. (laughs) Now, come on, I'll fire chicken filet ass up. Now, I like chicken filet, but they ain't messing with no raisin cane, though.
3: What's your idea of that, man? Like truck driver wild bird meat, you know? you think it might be
2: going
3: to his brain a little bit? Anyways, man, thanks. I hope you're doing good. Thanks,
0: brother. Back at you, man. Oh, I think if you have a little bit of stretch, brother, ain't nothing wrong with you. You know, there ain't nothing wrong you wake up in the morning and have a couple eggs and a hit of stretch. You know? Not everybody gets to have ostrich, so maybe, you know, you should, you know, your brother's lucky to have that delicacy, baby. You know, some people that say you can't eat this and you can't eat that, and I say this, watch me, okay? Unless you're going to come by my house and stand by my plate, I might have a little something, okay? Sometime I might have me a little cut-a-hulk, alright? I might have me a little basket of, uh, or half, I might have me half a basket of seal nuggets, All right, y'all don't tell me what I can have and what I can't. Y'all never know, I might have a little bit of canary brittle before I shut it down for the night. I might have some adolescent uh, back ribs. Uh, I might bring a nine in the joint and have a Popeye's chicken sandwich, okay? I might have something rare. I might have a little bit of, uh, you know, I might have some Doberman on brioche. Or some carp tarts or some goldfish filets with a little bit of a uh, reindeer remoulade drizzle. Everybody has different desires. So if you got a little bit of stretch over there, if your lady's drop, you know, visiting another man and dropping off a little bit of that freaking long neck. o' meat to him. Well. More power to him, bro. That's family. You know, what I hate the most is when my sister drives past my house and don't bring me shit. So thank you for calling, man. And I hope everybody out there drops off some rare meat to somebody that they love.
4: He does have a different accent, so maybe that's...
0: You know, that's how they would say my name. You get name. a lot of French fans, dude, that one Yeah, guy. that guy was from France. <laughs> yeah, he, really? France was that guy yeah.
4: really from France, you think, or was he just saying that? <laughs>
0: yeah, he was really. Oh, that guy's from France. <laughs> he had a weird sound. Who <laughs> would just say I'm from France? I don't know. Yeah. But you're right, though. Maybe he lied. He could lie. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a liar. Sorry, man. I I'll believe. say it. He could be. <laughs> there it? I'll take feel? the pressure off you <laughs> And I think the mullet goes I think we got Four different types of mullet What do you got back there Mine's Hardy?
5: Yeah it's growing out A little bit
0: Oh you got that New York City mullet dude I That guess, business I guess
5: dude It's a little too long Up top Maybe If I think if I Combed it all the way down It would look damn, more like Damn that's beautiful
0: bro yeah. You look yes, like man. Yeah you look like A damn raccoon That's going to prom dog. Yeah Your I kind of feel like nice. it Right now
5: I'm not gonna lie It's uh, winter time And like wearing this Kind of shit Makes my hair look Like a rat's nest But it is what it is, you know. It looks great. I Thank share. you, man. I think you got some beautiful hair. Yeah, For sure. Bro, we're like four women.
0: <laughs> I, with dude, I used hair. to have like yeah. Jeff yeah. leopard hair I'll back reading in magazines. The day. <laughs> oh, you're—it's beautiful, Hardy. You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: My hat's already back on. I'm like, all right. Anyway, what about your—what about your good Yeah, hair? you got
0: that version. I got that. Lead. I feel mine is a little bit more like women who prefer the company of women. I feel like <laughs> mine is definitely. Got that butch Morgan's cut. is more mullet. Yours is more. I feel like kind of. Uh, what is yours, Ern?
6: Dude, I don't know. Well, I, when I get it trimmed up, right, and, and let it sit down, correct? This is it's outgrown. I got to get Amy to Ooh. cut it. It's actually, bro. It's actually a bullet because <laughs> I do bullet. it straight. I don't know. Which I like it. I like that the best. When I bro, do it straight is.
0: across the top and let it drop, oh, the Lord will find you if you keep it like that. People bro. aren't really ready <laughs> for it because <laughs> I can
6: put it back for a casual setting. I wouldn't. And I like that. Uh, that's go. that's like. Well,
0: that's real. I would do that and drink out of the bird bath in the front yard, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's I full throttle. That's like almost
6: like a British. That's like a British sort of. Uh, I 80s did this before British. Miley did it. I will say. That. Yeah, he did. Sure. he did. I know. I know. I did, and I know Miley's seen it because my name gets dropped. All right, <laughs> and I know she said, "Who's Ernest? What a name!" and looked it up and saw my haircut and said. They'll never know I took it from him. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> the majority don't. He's trying to get Miley Cyrus on a song. I'm trying to get Miley Cyrus on the phone and figure out where she figured out. <laughs>
0: That's what I was saying, That haircut, dude, the
6: bullet patent.
0: Ernest got, I'm sorry, Pat, he got dreams, fired yeah,
6: Golly, I'm passionate.
0: Ernest, damn, fucking heated, huh? <laughs> sorry.
6: I, I drank a suicide <laughs> on the way here, and I'm geeked up. No, on you sugar. remind you. me of my Aunt
0: Sally, dude, right now, <laughs> honestly, dude, 100%. Wow. And well, she's badass, too, when you borrowed one of my dad's shirts one time to go swimming it, in the pool, and bro. And it was not made of wood. Yeah, it was not made of <laughs> no, wood. No. Does she smoke Virginia Slims? <laughs> bro, she smoked uh, medium-sized Virginias, bro. She's a bigger guy. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah.
6: Damn, dude. Damn, I look like Aunt Sally. I mean, but bro,
0: she was beautiful, too. She won seventh place in a um, beauty contest. <laughs> <laughs> But there was thirty entrance. There was 30, thirty entrants. All right, 30's not bad. There was thirty entrants, dude. That's
6: yeah, top yeah. third almost. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shoot. Top yeah. Third, come bro. on, baby, we're in the top
3: third,
0: top so. <laughs> dude. Lips, come baby, do it.
5: Yes,
6: yeah, sir. Uh,
4: <laughs> I don't think we even answered that guy's question. Yeah, more. we'll get to uh, yeah. it. What is it? <laughs>
6: favorite?
5: What's your favorite? What's your, what's your most excited? You got it. Yeah, what's the most excited <laughs> one? one? <laughs> and we're gonna learn because I, I didn't do it right either.
0: Yeah, what's the most excited one, man? Damn, Morgan. <laughs> that's a that's a hard question
4: to. to, to it is
0: really, and you shouldn't have to answer something like that. <laughs> a bee don't know nothing. A bee is like a blind guy with a damn hatchet. You know, he don't know you from Adam, bro. You know? He'll sting his fucking stepmother if you give him half a dollar. Like, a bee don't give a damn. If you crack open a bee, there ain't a damn in that thing. We had They had a fella out there who was a groundskeeper. And a groundskeeper, basically, is somebody that's homeless, but also... You know, it, it, you know, kind of hangs out in one specific area. And this fella, B.I., they call him, he would, uh, he had a glass eye or some type of textile eye. You know, this fella had something happen. You know what I'm saying? He lost one of them bad sight balls and somebody, you know, hooked him up with that replica. And,. He would get bees. There were bees everywhere. Bees on every. There was bees on everything. Bees on every trash can had a thousand bees on it. And he would take a bee and he would sting right into his own eye with it. And it would freak the kids out because we'd never seen it. And then here you go, he's doing it. Bees, baby. Mother Nature's freaking pitchforkers, dog. Uh, and this fellow would just sting his own eye with him. Just take him and just sting right into his own eye because he had a not a homemade eye but semi homemade, you know, to step up from homemade, like maybe they'd made it in home ec. So he had that, you know, he had that home ec eye, and he would just, and if you didn't know, the new kids didn't know. So every time after lunch, he'd get a kid over there and get his get a live bee and sting his own eye with it.
4: The idea of anything that's like, you know, you're turning a straight guy, yeah, people. That's like a fantasy that people have. But here's the thing if you do that, are they straight? Right. That's the other thing. Like, there's a lot of people out there that are like, yeah, I fucked a straight guy. It's like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they weren't being honest with you.
0: Yeah, you fucked a liar.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You fucked someone who's claiming to be straight, but it's like, yeah. I don't like, I've met guys and they've been like, yeah, I've never been out on a date with a guy before. I'm like, that's a lie. Yeah. I'm not the guy that brings you into homosexuality. Yeah, You've been here.
0: Yeah, I'm not the gateway drug. I'm not drug. the guy.
4: Yeah, I'm not I'm weed. I'm like Taylor Lautner, who's like, you're like, let's give it a shot. I'm like, you've been down the road <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit here if you're going out with me. You've been down the road. You've yeah. had some experiences. You don't go straight to yeah. like meth, you yeah. know? You hung out in some college party, smoked a little weed, then lost your job and decided, you know what? I want to taste glass in my lungs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there's- there's, yeah, I'm not the gateway drug. I'm not like the fun party drug. Yeah. No, so I, I I think that the people a lot. Yeah, obviously if it's a legit straight guy, where you're like, whoa, this guy's legit straight. I think a lot of people are fibbing.
0: Right. Especially
4: in Hollywood, I think they're lying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think there's also now we talk about drug induced homosexuality a lot on this podcast? Sure. Okay. And <laughs> well, do you believe in that? Um, that at
4: a certain I t- believe in drug induced drug addiction. Right. So yeah. I believe that you will do.
0: <laughs> I believe that you will do things to get drugs right. But do you think though that people will get fucked up enough that at a certain point, like at ten o'clock, everybody's having beers, nobody's gay. At one a.m., when you know yeah. somebody has an eight ball of coke in them, suddenly two guys are gay out of the group, and you're like, "Oh, this is." It might be that, or it might be two guys love Coke, right? Like, I, like in that Tiger King thing, those
4: guys weren't gay,
0: right? They they okay. went
4: with women. Right after that, that was their right, yeah. he was their supplier of drugs. I see. And then after that, they were like, yeah, I want to fuck women. So they engaged in gay activities to get drugs. Um, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Is it possible that if you're doing drugs, you start to be like- It's easier to be gay. Yeah, but it's easier to be anything. Right. When you're on drugs, it's easier to be anything. Like yeah. when I used to drink, I thought I had money. I yeah. didn't have any money, but I was drunk, so I thought I was like, "Oh, it's yeah. easier to be rich. <laughs> I'm rich. <Yeah. laughs> Here's money. Dinner's on me." I was like, "It's so easy to be rich. I don't have any money." Then you show up, you go, "I don't actually have money, but when I'm drunk, I feel like I have money." Yeah. So you act like you have money.
0: I see. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Drug induced. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I, especially the drugs that they have now. You know, like it's like the argument. It's like bath salts it's like is it easier to fight a pit bull when you're on bath salts the answer is yes you know it's like would that but that person probably wasn't a complete stranger to that type of behavior. Right,
0: that person's probably choked a fucking uh, Jack Russell before. Yeah,
4: that person's probably drop kicked a cat or something. Yeah. And they just got really into like fighting pits, (laughs) you know, when they had. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so maybe for some people, it's them taking on a fear that they didn't know that they had. That might be it, yeah. Do you think some people view homosexuality as a fear?
4: Yeah, sure. I think anybody, anytime you lose control of your image, you're scared. So it, when you say uh, you're a gay person, when you say you're a political, like if somebody says I'm a conservative or I'm a liberal or I'm a, a socialist or I'm gay or I'm uh, a vegan, all of a sudden you lose control of your image. You lose control of your individuality because that group is associated with all kinds of things. Some of them are great. Some of them aren't. So the minute that people view you as a member of a group.
0: Oh, it's scary.
4: And it, it, people lose their ability to – like manage their their own image, and then people are like, oh, well, you're gay. Are you like this? Are you gonna act like this or whatever? You you know. So I think the fear is the stigma that's attached to that group. Okay. So for a while, there's a stigma attached to homosexuality, and and I'm sure there still is in, in many parts of the country and everywhere. So the stigma, people fear that.
0: Do um. Are more Me- do you feel like you get hit on by more Mexican men or probably on the apps? I don't really answer a lot of the app things, but I could yeah, see that though.
4: Yeah, I, I there's I, I do well with like Mexicans. Yeah, I don't go out with that. Mexicans. That white not,
0: delight I bet they hit on him. <laughs> yeah,
4: and I, it's not I'm not racist, but I just don't ever like I never Oh, really?
0: Yeah, no, I just you know I what feel it like is? I think the Mexican man would be easy to date kind of, you know, especially cuz there, there's yeah. a language barrier. I've gone out with Spanish guys. I don't know
4: actual like like when you say Mexican I think of like a like some guy like a 5-4, just a guy in a truck. Okay. dude in a truck who doesn't speak English. Like now Steve I know that of? That's, that's a racist thing. But I've never been out I think with an official 100% Mexican guy. Right. But I've gone out with guys that were Hispanic. But a lot of guys hit on me that are like from other parts of the world. Wow. Yeah, white people don't, are not into it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm the symbol of, I think a bigger white guy is a symbol of prosperity Mm -hmm. to other races. Ooh, I could see that. Yeah, so I think, I think... Cause you come,
0: yeah. They're used to seeing you come to their country to like get to date to date and yeah, to look and for sex.
4: Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the guy yeah. who comes down for sex tourism. This is the let's guy, just yeah. get him now. Yeah, let's just, the- <laughs> let's just steal his wallet now. This is the guy who <laughs> yeah. who shows up on the yeah. train and looks around a yeah. little bit and nods and yeah. and taps his cane on the this ground. This guy and- who goes to the Philippines for the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's just rob him now. Yeah. Let's just take his money now. <laughs> And he doesn't have to buy the flight. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, you yeah. almost, you look like. Yeah, like yeah. I look like a guy who goes. you like to, FDR's grandson I look kind like of. a guy yeah. that will go, you know, the, the, the Eli Roth hostel, that yeah. movie. I look like a guy who goes to Bratislava and who wants to just saw people in half. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then just goes back to his bank job. Yeah. And just sit back on the golf course, just hitting balls. Just like, yeah, I went away. We There's a great little spot you can go and just saw people's yeah. limbs off.
0: Great tacos. Uh,
4: yeah, good tacos, a lot of fun. <laughs> so I think those people see me and they're like, oh, good, you know. Fat white guy, wow, maybe prosperous. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could, yeah, that's totally wild. Yeah, you seem like the guy who made like the monopoly that old guy, like his son, like kind of one of his sons that yeah, went I to I look like a like nice a school. i guy that didn't
4: earn the money, but somehow I have it. Yeah. Like I didn't earn it. I didn't come up with the thing. Yeah. But like I'm Orville Redenbacher's great grandson. Yeah. And we just made Lonnie our,
0: Redenbacher.
6: Lonnie yeah.
4: Redenbacher. I just made my living popping corn. <laughs> yeah. And I just sit at the local bar and I'm real free with my opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never earned a dollar in my life. I've never earned an honest dollar in my life, and I'm just living off popcorn money from like four generations ago.
0: Oh man! This yeah, is great. It's like being on your Twitter, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's, so good.
4: That's what I. That's what I look like. Yeah. But again, you can't control your image. Right. I just look racist. Yeah. I look like a, a. You think so? Yeah.
0: I look like a cop who shot a toddler. Ooh. Yeah. You
1: know? But
4: you
0: look like the cop, they're like, whoa, how'd this guy get on? Like, this yeah, guy... how he get on
4: the force? Yeah. how do he... How'd like, he... if
0: you've been on the force for eight years, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's been on the force for eight years. Right. But if he just got on the force... Like,
4: how did it even happen? Yeah. How did it even
0: happen? Yeah. <laughs> Who did he bribe to get well, here? During, we'd steal some liquor during the day and go bury it in the sand and then go get it back at night like a... You know, like turtles do. <laughs> yeah. And so... Yeah. Then we'd dig it up at night and go yeah. drink it. And yeah. then we'd meet up with strangers on the beach. Oh, strange women. God, dude. I met this girl that was in the Wiccan one time, witchcraftery. Oh, what the fuck? And me and She this... wasn't into it. She was in it. She I was mean... doing it. <laughs> she was literally walking on the beach in the middle of the night. No man. At age fifteen, dude. And we uh, I don't know what we did, but We did something, man.
6: That is always the creepiest story, and especially on the receiving end. As a kid, it's a cool story. But when you're a father and your kids come back from the beach saying that shit, because my son did it in in Maui. They came running back in. They're like, oh, we met some dudes on the beach. I'm like the fuck what do they look like like well you don't <laughs> hang out with dudes at the beach yeah. no they were cool dad no they're no they weren't yeah no man homeless
0: talking to 15 year old kids is cool at the beach that's true man dude when i think back because when i we had this fellow named richard langenstein and and the the listeners know this and this fellow was com- eventually convicted or semi-convicted pedophile <sighs> and and but when I was young, he was just this cool guy yeah. that we went to smoke weed with and would buy steaks. You yeah. Know? Did you fall asleep a lot? Huh? Did you fall asleep around this guy? Dude, there's a couple of half memories that I have oh, that I don't want to read all the way through. Yeah, yeah. You know? Don't go. Through I don't want to read the second half of the book. <laughs> but he was. But at the time, we thought it was so cool that he would. Dr- he drove one of my friends to Vegas for the weekend. Right. Like pretty sketchy. Right there. Right there. Accused, religious brother accused of molesting student. But this was after. And you knew him. Oh yeah, dude. I used to smoke weed with that fella, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was a teacher at our school, man. He was a teacher? Yeah. I introduced him to like half of my friends. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so here's what I didn't even realize, man. Yeah. I was a freaking like a like a penis mule for this guy. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
6: <laughs> yeah, you were bringing him in.
0: Yeah, it is because I met him at school. He was a substitute teacher.
2: You were like that girl on Smallville, Allison Mack. Re- yeah.
6: yeah.
0: <laughs> I was a recruiter. You should be serving 120 years right now, Theo. Free Gallane, dude. um but anyway but at the time it's so crazy at the time how i thought oh it's so cool it's so normal Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm lucky we met this cool guy yeah now when i think about it okay if at 40 i'm smoking weed with a 15 year old yeah (laughs) i'm not doing no man it would be
6: insane to do that that's it doesn't even make sense no it's so wild how from the other side of the coin. That's what I'm
0: saying. It's so clear.
6: When when Mike, you got to remember, I'm taking responsibility of all my nephews. Oh. Like I've told the their parents, I got it, don't worry, they're going to be safe. And they come running back into the into the, the, the house and they're all like yo we met these dudes man There's no so cool, what J- Duncan took a hit like my oldest cu- uh, my oldest nephew took a hit I'm like what the fuck are you
0: doing yeah. what are you guys doing what's going on guys? why would you do that yeah who
2: are these guys they just got disappeared
0: his... yeah Duncan got his nails done by some guy he's like what
2: <laughs> I, yeah. feel, I feel weird if I hang out with Gianni he's only 24 yeah that's a good point <laughs> that's actually. 8 years It feel weird 15 yeah
6: yeah man if uh if i get a dm or anything like that it's always like hey man uh thank you so much kid yeah tell your mom and dad (laughs) i said hi (laughs) i swear to god i i don't i i mean hey tell your father (laughs) mr coy (laughs) says thank you all right man do your homework
0: it's sketchy now especially dude hell no Uh -uh. i'll ask a girl straight up if they're gonna try to meet to me or not yeah you should yeah yeah. Just so I have it in writing, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's good. Like, wait, this girl's meeting to me and said she wasn't going to meet. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> you said clearly you weren't. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, what's going on here? That coronavirus, been COVID nineteen. Well, I don't know if you guys know or not, but the Primate Center that I grew up around in Covington, Louisiana, and why you know they had us out there wrangling chimps, and when I was probably. I don't even know. Just I don't even know how tall I was. Maybe titty high on a middle-aged woman. You know, top of the titty. But, you know, uh, they gave that same center where monkeys escaped in my hometown growing up. They gave them $40 million to fight this virus. Or to try and cure it. Dude, I'm telling you this, man. In my town, bro, they ain't curing shit, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt. I'm not saying, but look, they got a Popeye's four blocks from the freaking Primate Center. They ain't, nobody's curing shit around there. I'm not saying they're not doing a decent job or this or that, or they're not going to test and do the and stuff. But look, if you come down by the Chifuncta River and you expect us, to solve it all, save the world—we're not doing that. We don't do that. We want the monkeys to have a little fun. We want everybody to flare up a little. We're doing Mardi Gras. We're doing recipes. We ain't saw. We ain't doing all of the bullshit saving everybody. That's not us. Somebody has to go. Somebody has to go to heaven. Somebody has to go to hell. We the we. I grew up in this in the stray animal belt. So, you come down and you can pump 200 billion. You can put a billion dollars in. 200 billion, baby. Or 1 billion. And look, I'm telling you, you'd be better off just buying you a, a dozen of fresh oyster. with a little bit of uh, bread pudding dessert and calling it a wrap, son. And save your monkey and save you money too. learn the dirty behaviors
7: you know the m-word first time i ever heard the m-word i was at uh i was in i was in first grade and these black kids came into our neighborhood we live in like a poor white neighborhood and there was a poor black neighborhood like across 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 nebraska Mm -hmm. or not nebraska i forget well dude that's pretty far then if you're thinking no, no, no 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 that was the street name not the oh right on bro yeah
0: and so, I'm like, damn, this dude did not live by black people. He said they fucking lived a state away. So they were, like, wow, they bro. were in Nebraska
7: and we were in Florida, and it, it was scary, man. I gotta be honest with you, it was touch and go at times. Yeah, dude, definitely.
0: I mean, we heard stories. Oh yeah, the rumor mill. I saw a note in a bottle one time in the river. It was crazy.
6: Watch out for the blacks. Yeah.
4: They're
2: coming They're and they you your shoulder real <laughs> quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Oh, the uh, N-word? Somebody oh, yeah. said it?
7: So so <laughs> these these black kids lived across this, this main street from us, and then they came into our neighborhood, I guess, and stole my football. My football, I had a Duke Junior with a shoelace, a, a tan shoelace as the strings we used to play in the street. Mm-hmm. And so the, the string for the shoelace ripped. My dad replaced it with a with a with a tan shoelace. It was very distinguishable and a little part. We couldn't tie it. So there was a little like part of the sticking shoelace out. sticking out. Yeah. So they came into our neighborhood and they asked if they wanted to play us a football and they had my football mm. and these two brothers, Daryl and Darren, mm. were like, yo, they're, they must. I mean, I, when I remember this story, I, I feel like they were 18, 17. They're probably just like 10 or 11. Yeah. And I was six. Yeah. And they were like, yo, this is football. And they're like, no, this is his football. This little other little black kid, and they're like fight him for it. And I was like, I'm first grade. I was not fighting anyone. I was wearing a loincloth and knee high moccasins. Oh yeah. And so, um, damn, he's fighting your sexuality, bro. I'm at that gonna, time, my dad's like, get him some knee pads. He's gonna be sucking dick. So, uh, so, yeah, so, and he's gonna need
0: knee pads to do it. What a pussy. Yeah.
7: That's the crazy part, man.
0: What about the good old days, man? This when You would suck dick with no your knees pads. and you suck a yeah.
7: dick. Be a man about it. Yeah, bro.
0: Support the union.
7: You freak. <laughs> what kind of gay guy puts on knee pads? Yeah, dude. suck a uh, dick like a man, yeah. man. A backup gay dude. That's you it. mind if I pull my socks up? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, dude, that's hilarious. You mind if? Have- oh my god. Boy, my socks up. I, want to, I don't want to skin my knees when I suck your dick. Uh, oh, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, whatever you got to do, man. Do you mind if I pull my pants down for yeah, some cushioning yeah. on my knees? <laughs> oh, fuck. What if I take my shirt off and just tie it around <laughs> both of my knees? Hey, is it cool if I take my shoes off and put my knees in my insole? <laughs> like, damn, dude. I don't even I, think
0: you shouldn't even be gay, little guy.
7: Way, anyone who does that, you're like, this isn't your first time sucking dick. You do this a lot. Just sitting on your fit, and kneeling on your fingers. Oh, Bro, actually oh.
0: if you had to blow some dude that's not a bad like i would go through all of those things before oh. you you gotta like you gotta have some ways to get out of it you know oh, I've,
7: I've gotten down on my wife on the side of the bed with my mm-hmm. knees on the on the um wood floors oh and that's I'm, like, crazy dad, fuck, huh? grab a pillow put them under your knees yeah the uh but anyway so these black kids come in the neighborhood and they they're like fight this kid and i was like I don't, i've never been in a fist fight. i want to be in a fist fight. and then daryl and darren looked at me like like are we gonna have to do this for you? And I was I, in my head. I was like, "Give him the fucking ball. I don't care." My dad already bought me a new one. Like, I, like, and then they got in a fight. They get into a fight. D- Daryl fights one of the dudes, or Darren. One of the one of the younger one fights a black dude, and they're all. It's like it's like five black kids and then mm-hmm. seven white kids or eight white kids or more white kids because our neighborhood. And the dad comes out, and the dad starts chanting, "Fight! Fight!" And we're in a white. White don't win. We all jump in, and I am, and I, and then he's hitting me. It's your ball, motherfucker. Chan it, Chan it. And here I am, just some first grader in a loincloth and knee high moccasins, just fight, fight. And then I said, then I said the word in front of my dad, and it was fucking over. Really? Oh, your dad fought him? No, no, no. My dad took me down to their fucking house, walked me down, stood in the fucking thing, and said, "Don't ever talk to my son. Don't ever." I told my dad everything that happened. They stole my ball. This is what he asked me to say. So I ever talked to my son and we moved out of that neighborhood month later. A Month wow. later we were out of that fucking when
0: neighborhood. When I was growing up, you knew not to say the N-word. If if somebody beat your ass, that's how you knew. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the litmus. It was like you that's how you learned about it. Yeah. It was like, oh, somebody said it, somebody got their ass beat, and then that was it.
7: It's so funny, man. I never heard it. Like, I mean, I heard it when I was when we lived in that neighborhood, and then I never heard it in our new neighborhood. I never heard it. And then I never I never heard it in I heard it a little bit in high school, but but it was, we had a, a black friend, uh, Kari Brown, and all the kids that grew up with him mm-hmm. would drop the word, but as a, like, not, not derogatory, just as like a joke, if, if, if it was the, pun- like in a Louis C.K. way, if it was the punchline of a joke, meaning towards Kari or, or but it, very lighthearted, and they were like guys that he grew up with his whole life. And then I heard a lot in college. I heard it fucking... Well, I went to Florida State, and we were segregated. It was like FAMU and Florida State, so I heard it a lot in college.
0: FAMU was a more
7: black college? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I used to drive the black chicks. They'd call. They always lived in one dorm. It's so funny. I ran into this woman the other day who went... A black chick my age. Mm-hmm. Who Went to Florida State, and I said, Hey, do you ever take the Safe Escort? That's what I I, I was... T- I drive them around campus in, like, a K-car. Do you remember a K car? Pull up a K-car, can you? It was like the uh, fucking... The biggest beater you could ever have. Yeah, I think it's called a K car or a Q car. It's like an old, yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Oh yeah, Renault. That's a that's a Renault, isn't it? Chrysler yeah. K. That was a that was what. We, but it was white, and so and man, they would. What would Beautiful. happen is you knew if the black chicks called on a Saturday night. Because it was just taking people to the libraries where you're supposed to go. Okay. But if the black chicks called on a Saturday night, you knew they wanted to go to FAMU from Florida State. Okay. And we weren't allowed to drive to FAMU. But once they got in the car, you had to take them wherever they went. So uh, what would happen is they go, they go. we have a pickup at Debony Hall. One Based on 111, I have a pickup at Debony Hall. Her name's uh, Laquisha. And you go, okay. You'd be like, is it how many passengers? like, just one. That's what they say. And so you'd pull up. And then she'd like wave to you. And you go, hey! And as she waved, they'd pile in the other side of the car, and she get in. They go, we're going to FAMU, bitch! <laughs> I loved it though because I because I love hip hop, so yeah. I would just talk hip hop with them the entire time. Every I learned about Wu Tang Clan that way. I, wow. I, I bought the Method Man album through them. I learned about uh, Swab House, uh, MJG, and Eight Ball. It was like damn, it was like the funnest for me because I loved hip hop. Oh yeah, and so we would just I'd be like, what are you guys listening to? And I was driving them for like fucking twenty minutes, so. And y'all were listening to what? There was no player, and there was no player in there. Sometimes they'd have. And we all wearing seatbelts and everything? No, there'd be so many people in those seatbelts. I was back when seatbelts were like. People didn't even die back then, dude. Who wore seatbelts? I see my kids putting on seatbelts. I'm like, what are you guys putting? Need knee pads for blowjobs? (laughs)
0: What do you got to put your shoes in your knees and your a six where you blow a guy, huh, kids? Take out your
7: inserts? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I took some biscuit out there to the lake to feed to some ducks. And you know me, man, if I'm in a new area, I like to get acclimated with the animals, bro. I'll pet an animal, you know. I'll pick a snail up and walk three or four feet and set him down. You know, save him fucking five days of travel. That's who I am. You know, I'll pet a dog. I'll whistle at a a falcon. I'll fucking, you know, I go out and feed a duck. I see a duck, I feed a duck, and I give a duck bread, right? So anyway, I'm feeding them. Next thing you know, I started getting, I put it on my Instagram story. I start getting DMs, people angry. You can't give them bread. You can't give them bread, you know. They'll die. You know, they'll, oh, this is what they they said. Oh, if you give them bread, they get too jacked up on energy and they will rape each other. Look, man, I'm not doing all of that. I took a half a biscuit and went out there to treat these animals to get acclimated to the area. If somebody else, if they're doing all of it, you know, I'm not doing part of sexual abuse for animals. I'm not doing any of this. If they don't want bread, they shouldn't come eat it. That's not on me. People attacking me. You're going to hell, bread boy, and then sending me two uh, caskets and a picture of a duck. Emojis, man that's mother nature man if there's a glitch in her pattern they will she will work it out and these ducks look like they wanted the bread that's the thing you know it's like oh they can't digest it they will rape each other well look man i'm not i didn't come to town to be part of that it's a wild thing somebody wants to have in there when they die somebody throw in a little can of ruffles or somebody put a little couple star bursts in there or something
3: okay you know it's it's not uncommon Big thing. A lot of people will take cigarettes with them, you know, because you take somebody who's oh, smoked. Oh yeah, hard, boy. You know they'll put those they'll put that you know cigarettes in that shirt pocket. You're gonna whatever. want that smoke, dude. If you de- if I'm dead, bruh, light me
0: up a damn 100, baby. You know what I'm saying? Winston. I'm burning a fucking Winston, dog. <laughs> if I'm dead, man, I ain't milling around.
3: You know, I've had you know. You know, a lot of people put pictures of themselves. You know, and what the, about a joint?
0: Somebody sneak a joint in there sometimes.
3: Um, I'm not going to say that that's never happened, because you know when we're when we're standing back up there and the family goes up for their final viewing, there's no telling what they could stick in there. You know, I've had I've had some very interesting stuff. You know, I had somebody request to be buried with their shotgun. Amen. You know, so they took their shotgun with them. You know, and so.
0: what about can they re- now if somebody requests me bear with an eight ball, you know, and I'm not talking bowling. I'm talking yeah. that cocaine, baby. Can you make can you make do you have to do that?
3: Well, the thing about it is, since that would be an illegal drug, you know, we wouldn't be required to do that. But, you know, if somebody, if somebody were to bring that in and, you know, stick it up under the foot of the casket, you know, I'm not, I don't keep a drug sniffing dog at the funeral home. So <laughs> yeah. it might just go on through, you know, it might yeah. just go with
0: them. It know? might go with them. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's one thing. There's no TSA when you flying up to heaven. man. That's right. That's so. right.
3: You're not going to be, you're not going to be searched, you know, so.
0: Now, uh, what's the wildest thing somebody's put in there? Somebody ever put something that's a little too big in there? You know, somebody tried to put a little chainsaw or a leaf blower or something if somebody died doing a, uh, you know, during a dangerous, you know, leaf blowing or something, you know?
3: You know, I've never put, I don't think, any power tools in there, but.
0: I'd go with a damn sander or something, you know.
3: So, what are you going to use that sander for?
0: Who knows, but here's the, (laughs) but I'll tell you this. If you show up and you're the only dude with a sander, you're going to be. You're going to be steady working.
3: That's right, but we're not supposed to work in the afterlife.
0: But I'm sure there's a couple opportunities to make a little You coin. always want to side <laughs> hustle, don't you? Can somebody get buried with their money if they want to? If
3: they want to bring it in, they can get buried with it.
0: Have you ever had somebody that that was their request and they put it in there?
3: Not all their money. You know, I've, I've had people, you know, want to get buried, you know. With you know, Granddaddy always wanted to kept a you know a two dollar bill, or you know he always had change in his pocket. You know, didn't want to go anywhere without a little money. You know, I've had that, but I've never had anybody say we're going to put a million dollars in this casket. Yeah, because you know, then you then you get to the age old question: if you put a million dollars in there, let's say you put a million dollars in there in cash, mm-hmm. and then if somebody were to take the cash and write you a check for it, you've still got a million dollars. Mm. so so nobody normally puts cash in there. They just
0: maybe we'll put a check,
3: yeah, so I guess if you wanted I guess if you wanted to go with a million dollars, we could write you a check for a million dollars' because you wouldn't be able to cash it,
0: yeah, yeah, I'd rather send the check, yeah, just in case later you decide, dang, I wish I had that cash, yeah, there. yeah, have you ever stolen anything from anybody? No, sir. No, sir. That that'd be bad for business. Yeah, would be bad for business. Man. You know, wh- I, I don't understand why are we going to space all the time? No, we can't handle we we can't handle shit here. You know, two out of two out of seven Americans can't swim. And we out there getting in the deep end of the of the galaxy with no floaties on, bro. You see what they send these dudes out there in? This thing like a damn 84 uh Chevy Blazer, sometimes a bit the th- the thing they send these dudes out there. You know, and it, I, I just don't understand what we're doing. It's so lit. Like, I'm not saying it's not fun to think about what's out there, but I just all the just sending people to space. We send two dudes out of Florida, a couple spring break addicts every time. Down here in Florida, we blasting two bad boys out there. It's like, come on, going to space, the moon. That's the thing. Oh, we want, We had a couple fellas on the moon. Dude, being on the moon is kind of like that guy that gets on your, like at a pool party who gets up on the roof of the house. He's like, I'm going to look at me. Bruh, you ain't doing much up there, buddy. There ain't nothing up there for you, man and it seems like a cool idea he's climbing up yeah 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 then he gets up there it's like man there's no vending machines There, there's only the opportunity for real failure you know there's only you're gonna end up in the white section of world star hip hop videos daddy I'm just saying man it's time to get back to the roots we gotta focus on our own little space that's going on here hey bro bro this chief calling from Texas Texas uh. What's up, Chief? What up, Chief boy? And you know this fella probably huffing on that bag. You don't get the name Chief these days. Chief used to be a Native American superior term. If you're a captain of the Native Americans, if you basically this, you know, the Chris Prada-Jawea. If you're a real, you know, if you that top dog in the uh, in the feather in that in that in that feather club then you would get that name chief but more recently chief is more of a okay you know little gary does a lot of chief in that hey sucking on that gas bro puffing that that goo goo that herb baby that that weed uh, huffing that nasty nasty you know he huffing that you know mr mcgregor's gunpowder dog i'm talking about marijuana I'm talking about that puff, puff, pow. I'm talking about that poof, 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 poo, 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 poo to your brain, that dope weed. Onward.
8: I uh, was watching the podcast, of the, the fucking ladies night one, whatever the fuck that was.
0: Yeah, it was ladies night, brother. Onward.
8: Watching that shit just now, you said, what do you think is going to go away in the near future? Um, talking about people getting their temps taken,
0: shit like that. Right, we were talking about people last on uh, last episode, we were talking about people getting their temperatures taken when you go to an event. You know, you go somewhere and now in the future, might, they might, you know, take your temperature. Check you for snot. They might, you know, touch your kid's little ass or something. See if it's hot. See if you bring it in a little Timothy or whatever with that hot ass. Because they, you can't do it. You can't do that. You're not going to be able to do that as well. You bring in that up-temperature, temp-, temp-, temp, tempathy, it's not going to go over well with others. Let's hear more, brother. Thank you for the call.
8: Uh, what's going to go away, I think, you know, you're not from Texas like I am, you know, but they probably had 10 or 15 Mexican restaurants in Louisiana. What's going to go away, though, is chips and queso and chips and salsa, son. That shit is done, homie. That's not going to be on the menu no more, son, unless you get it individually. It's not an appetizer no more. You know what I'm saying? Because what's everybody doing? They're getting the chips, bringing chips to the dip, putting it straight in their mouth, going back to the chips, going back to the dip, putting it back straight in their mouth. Damn. You know.
0: Lean with it, rock with it, huh?
8: You no, know, you can't sanitize every time you touch a chip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Them chips are just gonna be too salty after a while. So. So yeah, R.I.P. to R.I.P. to queso and salsa gang, gang.
0: Gang, bro. Man, wow! I hadn't thought about that yeah you're gonna have to each person will have to bring a couple of their own chips from home but yeah you can't have that group you can't have that 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 swimming pool in the middle of the table that little cheese fucking strip mall in the middle of the table and everybody's just scooping in getting this picking up a pair of Adidas or picking up a pair of uh, you know Motorola or something or get some speakers or some fucking Chinese food that Chang Chop you know hmm that's gonna be interesting man yeah that could be one thing that could go away Now you got to bring a couple chips from home or something. You got to write, you know, your name on a chip. Darren. You know, Lil Ricky. And Lil Ricky got four chips. You know, and Darren got nine chips. Darren's big ass got nine chips. And Hector. Hector over there. And you know, he got, you know, chips running his family. So he got 40 chips. Come on, Hector. No, you got 40 chips, bro shoot the nine-pointer papa and i can't imagine y'all aren't doing swinging and there's a lot of swinging out there in the midwest too especially in missouri oh do you encounter any of that
5: hey no you hear
0: any stories of it is there any
5: no actually if there's mostly what i see is men that are single out there picking up the lot lizards okay you know and they'll get what they want and then send them on their way then they stop to the next truck you gotta worry about them girls sometimes because I've been told that they can actually lay underneath your trailer. Mm. And as you're coming out to, say, if you're a man you're standing out there taking a piss.
0: They cut your ankle They or can something. cut you. Cut you in the back of the drop,
5: ankle like on the hostel. And they rob, rob your ass, just like hostel. And man. that's, you got to watch them. I've watched them at night when I'm just pulling in and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's been raining. I'll see, you know, it's it's actually raining. There's a woman walking around in a pair of shorts and high heels. Mm. And she's tapping on each door. Dark. Well, it's dark. Can't really tell. That helps. But you see her, you know, going from door to door to door to truck to truck to truck. Oh, and yeah. And then the next thing you know, she disappears for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then she's out again. You'll see a light on in the truck. That's the dome. Then you know it's that's like, Ah! Oh, that's the dome all uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know Dang. what you're doing. Uh-huh. And then she'll come out. But I've seen them walk around the trucks. Like they're looking for shit. Right. Or... Maybe they're gonna disconnect something or pull something. You gotta watch them, cause you don't know what they're doing. Started running into the same fellow that in a car, right up alongside of me, just grinning and a waving, you know, from his car. And I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I'm driving on, you know. Next thing I know, he's blowing his horn. So I glance down, and he's got his junk hanging out.
0: Oh wow! Okay. His penis, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Dear then God. he backs
5: off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then he comes back up alongside of me again. He's grinning even bigger this time. Oh, yeah. His pants are down to his knees this time. Okay. Well, I'm sitting here just driving, you know, like literally wanting to put my hand next to my face, you know, and just kiss here. Because I'll slow down, you know, for them to speed up a little bit. Then they'll go back. And then they'll keep alongside of me the whole time, no
0: matter what I'm doing. Oh, yeah.
5: Regardless of the traffic that's going on around us. It's just
0: you and them in the world, huh? It's like a little slow dancing.
5: I saw this guy five separate occasions, mm-hmm. same stretch of 65 in Indiana, mm-hmm. and I named him Jerk Off
0: Jim. Oh, yeah. He's out there, huh? <laughs> he Dang. painted his
4: steering
5: wheel. Did Ooh, he? yes, he did.
0: What color? Uh, white ooh, Ooh. (laughs) that body glaze i bet
5: damn nasty
0: so you can now you can see his penis now can you see from the truck from your oh yeah it's the perfect view you can see over to the driver's side
5: i can see everything wow inside of a vehicle
0: a four-wheeler so if i'm driving right and i have my penis out yes can you and you're in a uh in a rig Yes. How can you see my wiener? Can you see it from through the front window? No,
5: it's from the side. your side window, the passenger side. So you can
0: see from the passenger, yeah. from uh, where passing you are. you're passing me. Wow.
5: So you're passing me in the fast lane. I'm in the slow lane. It's two-lane highway, like I-65 is yeah. through Indiana. Yeah, I could see everything inside of your vehicle. Your back seat, front seat, driver so if seat. So if I put my penis out, you could see it? I could see everything. That's awesome. I could almost count the hairs. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> almost hell
0: yeah Look, i didn't know y'all had such good sights oh it's a hell
5: of a view it's the upstairs view from you know seeing y'all from downstairs it
0: was like remember when you got one of those shitty uh those sprint phones those next tells or whatever but you could only you could call people but then you could just talk to also you could talk to one person so you could call anybody you wanted but then you'd be in the middle of a call like yeah everything's going good every and then uh your cut your cousin or somebody, fire department, whoever, the only other person that had the walkie, you, your girlfriend. She's like, We need some fucking milk. You're like, and you're like, Honey, I'll, hold on, hold, uh, hold on, buddy. Remember that thing, that next towel? We need some fucking milk, Randall. You're like, Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, hold on, Damien. oh. Must be lines must be crossed up <laughs> and then you <laughs> slick sneak, uh, click over. So I'm, hey, I'm sorry, I'll be right there. The, uh, the, uh there's a long
6: line.
4: <laughs> there ain't no fucking line.
0: You're lying. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I gotta go, bro. Remember that fucking next tell that bitch was bright orange, dude. It looked like it looked like you they had it colored because it looked like you were gonna need to be rescued. Like anytime you get that bright colored shit, bro, that's fucking a lot of real poor, like sale racks have like real colorful bright shit. Like, oh, look at this. Uh don't you want this hot orange? And that shit is hot orange. Like the hottest orange you could get is three dollars, three dollars and four forty cents for this. 7XL. Uh, And it's like a fucking v-neck, v-neck in the front, turtleneck in the back. You're like, what? <laughs> and it's hot, hot orange, bro. And it's always usually, a, it's only a black dude could wear it. Let's be honest, bro. Only a black dude could wear it. And they'll look good in it, man. It'll be triple lime. That's the color. You'll see on the thing, it'll be bright, bright green. The kind of shit, like, you can't... The guy, like, if you drive past it on the interstate, it's obviously the definite manager of the guy who is doing the construction. It's that, it's like triple lime. And it's size 14, double medium, bro. And that bitch got two arms in the front. It's got an arm out the back for exhaust, like heat exhaust. This shit is... I don't know what we're talking about. Bright colors. Bright colors. They got bright colored shit. And it's mostly it's predominantly a lot of times for the urban community. Let's be honest, bro, because they look good in it. You know, if white people wear really bright colored shit, it look like they need to be rescued. For real talk, it look, black people wear something. Oh, that's triple lime. Oh, Ernie got that triple lime header on. Oh, oh, he must be getting married, you know. Oh, he got that triple lime fucking overcoat with that double vanilla cummerbund, bro. Oh, he must be, he must be doing a wedding. I don't know what a crepe is, but I didn't care. Once I saw this lady working there, I said, all right, you know, I'll eat him until, you know, she and I are married if I have to. Um, they had a girl in there and I saw her and, you know, I made some small talk and it was, it was awkward because we both had masks on, you know, uh. Having a mask on, it's kind of like the beginning of like, um, Shrek or whatever, you know, because you don't know how anybody really, you're not getting the full package. You're just kind of getting that Japanese package of somebody, you know, kind of snout up or mid snout upwards. You know, you're kind of getting that, um, You know, like, everybody's kind of a desert nine. You know, when they got that Middle Eastern, you know, a lot of Middle Eastern women, they wear the, kind of that word yarmulke, whatever it is, that, that muffler. You know, they wear that front muffler, you can't see them. I was in uh, Saudi Arabia one time at the airport, and they had a man there, and, fat fella, I'll be honest with you, he really was, and I had, if I could think of another word to describe him, I would use it, but I cannot, and this this man was what you would call a fat fella, and he uh, had about five women with him, all of his wives, and they all had on that, um, you know, just that little, kind of, they're all wearing like a what's behind door number one kind of curtain right on their face, you know, you can't see them all. So that's called that Desert Nine, you know, or that Desert Eight. Everybody's kind of a Desert Nine when you can only see the eyes. So she said, I don't know what she said. She might have, who knows? She could have been calling the police. But I was like, oh, do you, you know, have, um? maybe we should watch the fight sometime. And and that was kind of weird because I didn't, I don't even know kind of how she responded. If she was like, yeah, or maybe, or, um, and then I was like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? And that's how I said it too. Like, do you have a boyfriend? Like I just got so just I was just strung up. You know, just like when you see a rabbit and he's got one of his legs caught in the uh in that wire, you know, do you have a boyfriend? Uh, And that's how I was verbally. You know, I was that verbal kind of hung rabbit. And then she'd like given me like my plate and fork and knife that comes with your food that you order, and you just go sit down at your table and then it comes out. And I was the only person in there. So now I have to sit, and I this is where I really messed up. I sat facing the counter. I sat facing her at the counter, and then I had to sit there and just eat a crepe, which is the loneliest, saddest thing you can eat as a rejected man. It almost feels like one of those Japanese games. Shows like, "Oh, you lost. You eat the crips, you know. And so I'm sitting there just eating this sad. Every bite tasted like this girl did not like me. Um, but I did it. I did it. I went in there. I asked her out. I didn't get. She didn't. I. I there was no option. And. I asked her her name again, and then I sat and point blank ate a crepe in front of this woman. Very, very sad. So I went to the park this morning to get a little bit of heat, a little free heat from the sunshine, you know? A little bit of that vitamin D straight from the vitamin G-O-D. You feel me? I'm talking straight off the tit of the Lord, the sky, and just catch that free heat right in my face and neck. This man, I heard this old man. He's like, Char-, he goes, Charlie,
4: get over here, Char, Charlie, get over here.
0: And I thought it was two, you know, kind of drug induced or you know, drug induced homosexual men doing a, uh, you know, splitting up a, you know, a gram or a, a vial of uh, a, vial of speed. But then I look over and this man. Who I'll be honest, this man looked like duty, bro. This man looked like just man, just real, just, just duty, duty. And he's yelling at this dog. Because the dog smelled something or saw this. And the dog, he's over there, he's investigating. You know, he might have a little bit of hound in him or a little bit of uh, investigator gadget or whatever that guy's name was. Remember that show? But the, the, the dog, he's, you know, he's sniffing on an orange peel or doing something, you know, or smelling a, um you know, a park needle or something or whatever. And the man's like, Sharks, get over Just yelling at him. And Charlie, first of all, Charlie was way healthier. This man looked like, just first of all, looked like somebody had shaved his whole body with like a one. Or like a one and a half. He had a fade like on his arms, shoulders, everything. Just real bristly looking dude. Kind of guy, he looked like he was like a pipe cleaner. You know what I remember? Pipe cleaners. Remember in school sometime if you was one of the weirdo kids and they at the art class, they would give you these pipe cleaners and say, hey, do something with this. And you'd be like, what do I do? They'd be like, oh, we don't know. Just do something. We hoping you graduate soon because nobody could stand you, you know. And, um, and yeah, this dude, yeah, I'm thinking, man, this dog. And then, so then the dog comes over by me and now I'm kind of pissed cause I'm sitting there trying to do a little bit of, um, legal work or whatever, you know, writing stuff and drawing. And this man's Charlie, leave him alone. So I said, dude, I said, Charlie ain't messing with me, man. I said, you messing with me by yelling. You're messing with everybody, sir. And fuck it, just, I don't know, man. And the dog went over to him, and I just felt like, I don't know, when Charlie left, dude, I felt like, damn, bro. Charlie don't want to be with that man, and that man treats him bad. That's how I felt, dude. So, but yeah, Charlie was like a big dog. And I'll be honest, I slipped him a piece of Nicorette. So Charlie fucking get that hit from daddy right there. So that guy can kiss my ass, bro. What I'm saying is you can't... Your dog is not a slave. He doesn't work for you. Okay? You can't, you know, say this. Do this. Charlie, get in the house. No ham hocks. Charlie, nothing for you. You can't be like that to an animal. You got to treat an animal a little bit kinder, I think. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I think people, you, you know, they look to Santa, I think, as like a symbol of like hope and... Oh, yeah. Love. You know, a symbol of magic.
2: If you think about children, most children are takers. They take stuff. They want stuff given to them. Oh, yeah. There are very, very few children that are what I call giver children. They want to give to other people. They don't want something for themselves. So when I, when that child, when I see that child and we're done with the visit, I bring the parents in. And I said, and I said, and that's when I make the the gift of the bell to the child. Mm. I have the parent and the child there, and I'm explaining to them what's what's transpired. And I'll tell the child that every time you ring that bell, I'll be thinking about you.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, there's something special about just being that. Uh, it's almost you're like you're like a middleman for um. Yeah, it's like you're like a middleman for some of the joy that's out in the world. Right. It must feel pretty interesting sometimes.
2: It is. It's it's, uh, it's a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. but it's uh, gratefully accepted responsibility. Amen.
8: Hey, yo, this is Kenny calling from Portland. I had an idea here. I have a PlayStation 5 that I got from my work, but I would like to offer that for one of your struggling single moms. So if you have any ladies out there... That are trying to make their kid happy on the holiday. I have a PlayStation Five that I'll be willing to donate. Gang, gang,
0: gang, gang, man. Thank you, Kenny. That's man. That's where it's at. We would love that. It's that time of year, man. It's that time of year to to extend a little if you can. You know, the other day I was I was eating breakfast here, and I, I ended up paying for the breakfast. There was a couple sitting outside, and when I walked in, the guy said said Hey and Him and his girlfriend were just visiting in town. And so before I left, I just bought my meal, bought their meal. And I'm just saying that because about two weeks later, I'm across the street eating breakfast at a different place. And we get up to pay and leave. And they said, oh, somebody bought your meal. I said, dang. Didn't know who. I don't know who it was. You know, some damn Scrooge McDuck got warm hearted. You know, he grilled his own a orders with the Lord. He got heated in the heart and somebody bought me that damn meal. That's karma roulette. And this, karma will really, this the, is this the time of year when karma is out there. Karma got on the zoot suit. Karma's listening to 21 Savages. Karma got his nose hairs clipped out. He's out there. This when karma is paying attention. So it's a great time to extend that olive leaf to somebody. How can I help? What can I do? And when I get up in the morning this week, what's been making me feel good is just saying, what can I do? What can I do for somebody that's not me? So anyway, what a small little world! How that worked out. But thank you, Kenny. We'll find some. We'll find someone who can use it. I think so. Hit the hotline if you have some suggestions. And we did. We had some calls that came in, man. And uh, here was the first one that came in.
8: Hey, so yo, this is Mike from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I just wanted to maybe nominate my my sister. She works really hard. She has two kids. One's eight. One's ten. They're real big in the video games. So I thought that would be perfect for them. They're great kids. He's an awesome
0: mom, so. Thank you, Mike. I didn't mean to cut you off there, man, but, um, yeah, we're gonna, we'll connect you with Kenny, and, um, you know, that's Kenny, man. That's Kenny helping out there. Those things are hot commodity, bro. Damn. Dude, somebody be dying of cancer. You offering some plasma. They say no, but you hit them with that. And they want it, bro. Let's hit some other people up.
8: Hey, Theo. It's West from
0: Minneapolis, man. I, uh,
8: I got an excellent
0: single mom that, uh, she's, uh, working to get her kid back she has them about half the year right now and she's gonna have him over christmas
8: she has a really great kid who was a big gamer and she manages a gas station so she's out there grinding every day but
0: amen brother i think we can help out with that um let me give you a buzz right now hello what's up west bro how you living man
5: good who's this
0: this is theo man theo von the comedian
5: Oh, get
0: out of town, man. What's up, brother? Not much, brother. Looking for the Lord. You know me, boy. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I appreciate your call, man. It's really nice of you to call just that you left on the uh, hotline. We'd already found somebody had already had called before they got the PS5, but there's a company that helps us out. Sometimes This company called Magic Mind, and they wanted to offer uh, a PS4, or I think it's a PS4 and a television maybe. I don't know if the kiddo would, you know, if that would be something that they would like. Man, that would be amazing, dude. You have no idea how awesome you just made my day. Dude, you made me feel good, man. I appreciate it, man. Have a good day, dude, and we'll circle up with you, bro, and thanks for thinking of somebody else, man.
1: Awesome. Peace.
0: All right, gang.
8: Hi, Theo. My name is Tim Carter.
0: Well, I figure let's call in right now and see what we can do. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? This is Theo Vaughn, bro. Uh, I'm calling just about... You called a couple um about the podcast, about the... We are talking about the PlayStation...
6: Yes, sir. My gosh. I wow, how are you? Thank you so much for calling.
0: Oh yeah, man. No worries, man. Thank you for calling, bro. So we gave away the PlayStation. Somebody else had called before you, but we wanted to we want to do something nice. Maybe we could just at least set you guys up with like a gift card or something, maybe to Best Buy or to some other place. Wow, Tio, I just i just don't know what to say man i just i wasn't expecting this at all and
6: i think that's a great idea and that will be just such a great christmas this is her first christmas in portland and that will oh that will just be so awesome so awesome thank you
0: man thank you bro i don't know these people but it's just you know it's your own kindness and your own thinking about somebody else and it's funny how one thing like that kind of spurns the other ones you know all right gang tim bro be good man okay thank you all right cheers brother
8: Hi Theo, this is Susie again Um, I'm a single mom I have been looking for this PS5 everywhere and I'm trying to get it for my daughter for Christmas She's been doing really good in school Here in Michigan we've been shut down because of the Rona
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I feel you baby, that dirty Rona bruh, that's that lung AIDS baby Let me call you, see what we can do Hello? Hey what's up, who's this?
5: Hey, it's Susie.
0: <laughs> what up, Susie? What
5: up, Theo? <laughs> How are you? Mara, Theo's on the phone.
0: I want to thank you, first of all, just for, for thinking to somebody else and just, you know, calling and leaving your voicemail. I thought it was really sweet of you. The problem is we already gave away the PS5, but I wanted to try and think of something else that we could do that you think uh-huh. would be nice.
5: Oh my God, I don't even know what to say.
0: How about this? I know it's kind of impersonal, but what if we just gave you like a $500 gift card and you could do something nice for you guys, something that you wanted to do? Uh, I know it's oh not a PS5, but... Um,
5: no, I appreciate it so much. We've, we've been struggling. I mean, I try to, you know, you know, my attitude is always positive, but
8: just to hear from you is just, wow.
0: <laughs> well, that's sweet of you. Thanks. Thank you for making my day and thanks for the nice words.
5: Thank you, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you, your family. Like, I love your podcast. I can't wait to hear the next one. Oh my god, I don't even know. Wow, <laughs> thank you for the phone call.
0: You're welcome, Susie. <laughs> thank All right. you. You bet. We love you. Bye bye.
8: Hey, you. Uh, my name's Caroline. I'm from Gastonia, North Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. My nephew was diagnosed with cancer. Um, like a year and a half ago but I was just listening to your podcast and I heard about the um, the guy that has the PlayStation he was wanting to donate and um, my sister she has two kids and her oldest son Adam he just passed away in October from cancer he was 16 and then she has a younger son Andrew and um, he will be 15 he just lost his brother and I know she was trying to find like the new Xbox or the new PlayStation to give to him for Christmas that would kind of be special. But
0: well, thank you so much for this. Uh, Let us see if I can get a hold of you. Hey, Caroline. Hello. Hey, what's up? This is Theo. I call you called uh, into the podcast the other day from the podcast.
4: Oh my god! Yes. How are you? Holy shit.
0: How are you? I'm laying
4: on my
8: floor right now, freaking
0: out. Oh, damn. Well, look, just, you know what I'm saying? Keep your clothes on, shorty. I don't want to get accused of nothing, you know?
5: (laughs) Oh, my God. I was literally just talking about you. I'm like speechless
8: right now. My face is like pulsating.
0: (laughs) Damn. Well, you you might be on drugs, I think. Damn. I'm not. I
5: feel like I am, but I'm not. Okay. Well, look, it sounds like.
0: If your damn face is pulsating, you might want to g <laughs> up a little bit. You might want to, you know, you might want to use a a skin softener or something. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say your message was so sweet. I thought it was very nice of you to call, and uh, I think Playstations are just all sold out. So we're committed to help find like a um, Xbox. Do you think the kids would want that, or do you think we should just wait and whenever Playstations no. come back?
5: He, he would prefer an Xbox. If he got an
8: Xbox, he would poop in his pants.
0: Well, damn! Y'all's whole family need to tighten up. It sounds like, but uh, we do.
8: We're going through stuff.
0: All right, dang y'all be dang. good. All right, stay off them Percocets, girl. You know it.
5: I, okay, I will.
0: Okay, deal, 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 and I will too. Okay. Okay, that was deal. good. Okay, deal. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh man, that's great. That's sweet. I think we got. I think we got to a good space here. I think we got to a good space. You know, these are our lives, man. These are our lives. These are our lives and we got to live them. You know, we got to live them. So if you're struggling with some motivation, I, 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 you know, I really hope that you find it and, and just take that next step, take a small step and a few small steps, make a big step and a few big steps make a real distance. This is our lives, you know, and we all have different ways that we go about fighting, um, but, uh, but we don't give up. You guys be good to yourselves, man, and, uh, and I'm going to do the same for me, man. We deserve it, brother gang.
6: I'm just sitting on your front porch wondering how could I be so far from my home? And my mind is somewhere else, but when I find it, I'll patch up where it's been blown. Shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you my story. Shine Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite and welcome to Kite Club